You're an aspiring singer-songwriter. You rehearse with your band every day. You have a bunch of original songs waiting for the day to come that you can have your own album. As you're walking down the street one late night after your rehearsal ends, you see the flyer of a local talent festival for new musicians. This can finally help your music reach hundreds or even thousands of people. Without losing any time, you apply for it and you're in. The day of the festival is here. You and your band members are extremely excited. The stage is finally yours. It's showtime. As you play your original songs, the crowd goes wild. You feel like a rock star. After your concert ends, a lady enters backstage and finds you. As she gives you her business card and says, Hello lads, you did a great job out there. I'm a talent hunter, and I think you have great potential to enter the big leagues. I would like to introduce you to some of my connections in this industry. Give me a call if you'd like that. And then she leaves. You feel like you're flying above the clouds. Of course, you call her. She invites you to her office first. She wants to talk you through the process to stardom and wants you to learn how the music industry works so that you don't sign your name to a bad deal. So she starts explaining everything about the business side of things to you. The music industry works via a bunch of different partnerships. These are often made between different companies and individuals, which are made up of producers, musicians, service providers, artists, publishers, and marketers. And in recent years, streaming platforms and public entertainment venues have been added to the formula as well. To put it simply, the music business model consists of people that create the music, people that market the music, and people that sell the music. And every different individual in these three groups has different roles to help you climb up the ladders of success while making big bucks for themselves in return. When it comes to creating the music, it is of course first and foremost your task to put an exceptional product out there, being the artist and all. Once you achieve that, this is where things get tricky. After you are discovered, you are presented with three options. You can remain fully independent, you can sign a traditional deal with a record label, or you can partner with either them, or you can partner either with them or a distribution company in exchange for only a portion of the profits while still retaining ownership of your masters. Let's talk about what awaits you if you decide to sign a deal with a major label, like those that are part of large international media groups. Well, get ready, because it will make everything that much bigger. A label normally enters into an exclusive contract with a musician to market their recordings in return for royalties. Such a contract generally entails either the musician delivering completed recordings to the label or the label taking on the task of recording with the artist. If you're an artist without any recording history, the label will often select producers, studios, additional musicians, and songs to be recorded on your behalf. They might even supervise the output of recording sessions. One thing to be noted here is that the relationship between the label and the artist can easily turn into a difficult one. Artists might have conflicts with their labels over the type of sounds or songs they want to make. Sometimes, the label might even prohibit the artist to release a specific song depending on the business plan they have in mind. In other instances, if they have the rights to everything, they might even shelve a musician or their songs with no intention to promote or release them. And actually, there are quite a few examples of this in the industry. Even well-established musicians like Paul McCartney, Johnny Cash, Kelly Clarkson, and Taylor Swift have had disputes with their labels over ownership and control of their music. 
Yet again, most of the time, it's easier for successful artists to negotiate the terms of their contracts to make them more favorable, which new and upcoming artists may not be able to do. That brings us to the option of staying independent and releasing your music on your own. In the early days, a musician needed to sign a contract with a label if they wanted to enter the industry. Many artists were so desperate to sign a contract with a big company that they sometimes ended up signing agreements in which they sold the rights to everything, which usually meant instead of earning money, they would lose it and end up being in debt. However, nowadays, artists don't really need a huge budget or advanced money from record labels to make the music, so they can stay fully independent and still follow their dreams. This is, of course, no thanks to anything other than the internet. Social media apps can make a song go viral overnight throughout every platform imaginable. In addition, there's also a meteoric rise in music streaming. Labelless artists can now bypass recording and distribution companies and still put their music on streaming platforms and get their name out there. One downside of this is the fact that to market your music, you would constantly have to create content. It can be a lot of work when you're trying to make everything on your own. That's why a good amount of musicians still find the need to go through labels for the international marketing and promotional reach they can provide. As for your third option, such changes in the industry forced many record companies to change their strategies, as well as the way they work with artists. They had to come up with new types of deals in terms of ownership of the product and endorsements. One of those deals comes with a multi-year license option where the company will have rights to the song while they're marketing it, and then the ownership will go back to the artists. Others are called multiple rights or 360 deals, and they give the company's rights and percentages to artists touring, merchandising, and endorsements. In return, they give higher advance payments to the artists, show more patience towards them, and pay them higher percentages. One thing to be noted, though, is that these deals are more effective when the artist is already established and has a loyal fan base. Now, let's say you have your music ready, you signed a deal, and recorded your album. So, what's next? You'll have to get a manager first if you don't have one. As you focus on performing, they will focus on the financial side and logistical aspects of things, and help you make important business decisions as well as create long-term global strategies. They may also take care of your schedule and help you set up tours and events. Then it's time to create a fan base, of course, because who's an artist without their fans? Today, fans are regarded and used as newer, faster, and cheaper marketing tools. A new artist needs a strong fan base more than ever before because digital streams actually do not earn them much. So, having a loyal fan base will create more ways to make money. It may be selling more tickets to your live shows, creating and selling merchandise, or even from live streams and virtual concerts on social media platforms. One last thing to mention here is the fact that after streaming took the center stage in the industry, sales started to come less from albums sold and more from licensing and tours. Licensing songs out to brands, companies, films, video games, and commercials will not only help you earn more, but will also create serious promotional opportunities and help you get known by more and more people.
That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.